With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nerds and geeks, hold on to your seats because it's about to go down. Welcome to Nerdorama, the voice of the nerd nation. I'm Mo Kelly, he's Tawala Sharp, and together we bring you your daily dose of nerd news, analysis, and conversations with the best and brightest of the nerdverse. I guess everything old is new again. Spider-Man No Way Home, it was the number one movie in America once again. And if you're thinking, wasn't that movie originally released last year, as in 2021, you would be correct. If you were wondering how in the world can a movie which was released last year become the number one movie in the country again, and it's largely, largely, not completely, largely the same movie, that is a great question. Well, it seems that some bonus footage was added to the movie, some footage which originally was cut out. I haven't seen it, but I know Tuala Sharp has seen it, and they added it back into the movie. I guess it was about maybe 11 minutes or so yeah. worth of yeah. footage, and it garnered close to $8 million, which you would think, how could that be the number one movie? But the way the box office is right now, and there's another point to be made in regard to just the the weak box office overall, how an quote unquote old movie could come back and be number one all over again. That says a lot about the weakness of the box office and also the strength of superhero movies, the strength of the Marvel franchise. I know it's a Sony movie, quote unquote in the MCU. I'm not trying to get in all that, but I'm just saying people still see it as a superhero movie. It is still viable. It's going to make even more money. And I know that movie theaters would rather at this point, the brick-and-mortar locations would rather have a movie which is going to bring people in, put butts in seats, than mm -hmm. the other trash which is out there, which is not bringing people in. Oh, and the number two movie, just FYI, you know I got to put this out there, Twala. Of course you do. You know, you know, you know, you know I have to talk about Top Gun Maverick number two, and they released that movie, and it's still a continuation of the point. That movie was released at the beginning of summer which says that there is real, really no product for movie theaters to feature, and they're struggling. Now, I didn't see it, so you got to tell me, Tuala, what did they add back into Spider-Man No Way Home? Spider-Man No Way Home, the more fun version, added in 11 minutes of content to really flesh out the story. If you know the story, then you know that this film begins with the world finding out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Right. And in the original film, it kind of rushed through that. It rushed through the whole process of what happened during that time before he met up with Dr. Strange and they cast the forget me spell. This, uh, this additional footage 
it really fleshes out what happened when he went back to school. It fleshes out how society, you know, on one hand, believed him to be a murderer uh, who had killed Mysterio and Spider-Man, you know, far from home. And it also deals with how he is trying to deal with the pressure of that. All the stuff they added is high comedy. Oh, it was worth oh, it then. Oh, it's worth it. The stuff they added, you look at it and you're like, well, why would you take that out? If it's it was so good. good. stuff, yeah. Uh, they talk more about how the blip affected society. Um, and then there's there's a few there's a few more action sequences between him and the additional Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield, uh, and his fights with the villains. So it was well worth seeing. And I can see why this film came in number one. I'm surprised that Top Gun is the one that came in number two, because I would have thought Bullet Train would have been number two with Top Gun number three. Well, I'm not because Top Gun is the probably the greatest movie ever created. So I'm okay. actually more surprised okay. it didn't come in number one. Okay. But that's well, just me. But but Spider-Man this weekend, I think, um, and depending on how long they keep it around, will absolutely positively hit that two billion. The thing that's really shocking everyone is Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. For those who are not familiar with the Lord of the Rings trilogy, or they may be somewhat familiar with it, where is this set within the whole Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit, so forth? How far in advance of the Lord of the Rings trilogy is this set? This is some 5,000 years before Frodo and, and Bilbo and, and, Bilbo and, and they, everyone goes on their adventure. No, there is no precious. This is before, mm-hmm. uh, I'm about to say Mowgli. <laughs> Whatever. They're Gollum. all mixing together. Yeah, huh? no, Gollum, Gollum. Uh, uh, before he even craved the precious. This takes you back to the beginning, kind of the precursor before the war with Sauron and they're kind of so we get to he, see Sauron in yes. his glory. In his glory, this starts off where they're searching him out. They know he exists. This is after a great elf war, and there's it's a time of peace. But you know, but you've got Galadriel, uh, who was the big the big super duper fairy elf woman, uh, who played her. I can't remember who played her. It was some. some it doesn't matter so long as it matter. wasn't look, a black person, because if it was a black person, there would be more hate mail and review oh, bombings of look, it. Look, they introduced a black elf. Don't know his name. His name is Elfie. For his all name is Blelf. You know what I'm saying? And this dude, he's he's kind of a. He's not ruling over this fight. It's like, look, he's like a sheriff, I guess. And he comes into town. He's in love with this local girl, um, and I guess viewers of Lord of the Ring couldn't take it. They started review bombing this show, talking about how, I don't know, they black elves it, are ridiculous. They called, they called it woke, as if they're trying to inject some sort of political diversity ideology into Middle Earth. Let me back up. I understand how Tolkien was a racist, and Tolkien wanted to base Middle Earth on medieval Europe. I get that. Yeah. Got it. But Middle Earth is fantasy. It does not exist, like orcs. And elves. It's not and dwarves. <laughs> it's not. This isn't a historical retelling of the Middle Ages. It got so bad that Amazon had to actually shut down the whole review channel. You can't even cast a review for the entire weekend of this series release. But it obviously, it's not adversely impacting it. It's doing very well. It's, it's watched by more than 25 million people globally. I think they've already... 
uh, greenlit another season of it. So it doesn't change anything, but it is another opportunity to highlight the reality of our experiences as far as how some people view the world in and outside of nerddom as far as where people seem to think the black people belong or don't belong. And that goes back to our House of Dragons conversation. I mean, we can spend all night talking about this. We talked about it on other occasions, and we keep trying to remind you this is not a chance occurrence. This is not a one-time thing. This is an all-the-time thing where they see those individuals, that they see black people in a place where they don't expect to see them, the response is, well, they don't belong there. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because in the original Game of Thrones, as it came out, you had two or three uh, black characters. One was a servant, servant girl. Right. One was an indentured warrior. And the other was like a slumlord who was locked away and you didn't have to see him again. Now, from my understanding, I haven't watched any of this uh, Dragon Age, but now you've got black people who I guess are in control have power, yes. uh, and that is what has caused the backlash. Blasphemy! It, it, Blasphemy! It, it They're okay as slaves and servants! So, you know, this is this is kind of the disheartening part and the disheartening side of nerddom, where even in this world where you're supposed to have a safe space for everyone who's different and likes to think outside the box and explore their imagination. And we're talking superheroes for God's sakes, dragons and elves. Stop it, man. I don't know what's going on in the state of Ohio. Now there are zombie deer showing up all over Ohio. And I know this is your fault, Tuala, because you put this damn story because it had to do with zombies on the show run. According to TV station KATU, this is in Ohio. They have confirmed cases of what they call zombie deer. These animals are suffering with cases of EHD, which is epizootic hemorrhagic disease. So far, cases have been spotted in Athens, Butler, Champaign, Franklin, Green, Hamilton, Highland, Madison, just everywhere in the damn state. It's coast to coast, <laughs> from corner to corner. Now, per the TV station, the common symptoms exemplified in deer Populations include disorientation and lack of fear of humans. That's important. They may also appear feverish with significant swelling in the head, neck, tongue, and eyelids, and potentially show signs of respiratory distress. So it sounds like rabies light. But here's Mm. the thing. Here's the thing. And this is where I actually have to concede something that you've said, Tuala, as far as it could start over there. And end up over here, yes. if only because, you know, deer hunting season, people eat venison, and it's not a large logical leap for a pathogen to go from there to here. Yes. This announcement comes out because deer hunting season, it's kicking off. They're basically telling you if you find a deer that's looking like all hot damn. Don't shoot it. Don't kill it. Don't do anything. Walk away from that deer because that deer has a disease that just imagine you and your family sitting around eating that deer steak. And then your son's eyes start bulging and your daughter's neck starts getting fat. And next thing you know, they're just and they want the brain. Let's, Let's put this to something more realistic for people to understand. Ohio police officers encountered a deer that had been struck by a vehicle. 
Officers who arrived with sirens blaring made noise and shouted at the deer to stir up a reaction. Mind you, the deer had already been hit, okay? Mm -hmm. Already been hit. However, the typically skittish animal never reacted and continued staring dazedly into the distance. Mm -hmm. Which says to me, it obviously changes the brain chemistry. Right. That's the part, Mo. That part right there. I, I can't dispute right what you've there. been saying, okay? I'm just saying, people thought that I was talking about, you know, something straight out of World War Z, and everyone was talking about it's going to happen with the COVID vaccine. Hey, you know what? We lucked out. It didn't happen. I'm not a zombie. Mo's not a zombie. But what I'm saying is, if we are what we eat, we've heard that saying our entire lives, if we eat venison that is infected by EHD, which causes all these zombie-like symptoms, what happens when that gets in us? Better yet, what happens when these deers who are plagued with ticks and fleas and all these other insects that collect blood and possibly spread that to other animals, what happens when that gets to cows? What happens when it gets to family pets? We know that there are examples of a number of diseases which have cross over species just because of eating them um uh pigs more yeah. uh bats and so forth it's not hard for and I'm, I'm not trying to be you know the virologist here but i'm saying there are plenty of examples you could actually you can google this of diseases jumping species because species have eaten the disease carcass yes. of yeah so it's not that much of uh, of a leap no pun intended but Okay, you're starting to win me over, Twally. You're starting to win me over because now I can see the logical progression of how something could start in the animal kingdom. Mm -hmm. And since we do consume animals by and large, that whatever is plaguing them can skip over to the human population. And and we don't necessarily know whether a pathogen is going to manifest in the same way with us. That right there, Mo. I'm not saying that EHD and how it appears in deers is going to be the same with us. There's all types of stuff we already have in our system. Hell, what if those of us who have been uh, vaccinated from COVID, we eat some EHD venison and it has a, uh, a adverse reaction. And next thing you know, I'm chasing you down like a madman trying to scratch your eyes out, and I'm staring lackadaisically at police who shoot me. I don't go down. I don't, Look, there's all types of things that can happen here. That goes back to the part where I was saying, like, the deer had already been hit by the car. Yes. The deer wasn't tripping. Yes. <laughs> the deer took the car like a man, as they say. Just stood up to it. <laughs> yeah, you hit me, and... No, I mean, we're, we're having fun right now, but there is a serious conversation to be had about how easy it could be Something in the animal, or in this case, deer population, skipping over to the human population because, yes, it's beginning hunting hunting season, and we're out there hunting, and, you know, it's not uncommon for people to eat what they hunt. That's the expectation more times than not. It's it's not inconceivable. That's all I'm saying. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. I will acknowledge your bee fear, and I will respect it. I just wanted a little bit of... of of I don't know, of acknowledgement on the fact that the zombie outbreak is not as impossible as some may make it out to be. And it may not avail itself, to your point, like a World War Z 
like a Walking Dead or even an I Am Legend. It doesn't have to be that extreme of undead walkers meandering aimlessly around the town. It doesn't have to be that. Mm-mm. No, it could be a nationwide pandemic that keeps manifesting, fights off any type of vaccine, and just has hospitals and morgues and ice boxes filled. Hey guys, Mo Kelly here. The new daily Nerdorama podcast is featured on iHeartRadio. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast feed to get your daily dose of nerd news. Also available on iTunes, Spreaker, and all the top podcasting apps. It's free and perfect for everyone in your nerd family. Nerdorama is produced by Tuala Sharp and continues to be a segment on the Mo Kelly Show. Weekends on KFI Los Angeles. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Nerdorama News. Until next time, keep it comic. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.